0: blog talk radio interviewing your favorite musicians comedians and other creative souls this is the carrie edelman show hey everyone and welcome to the carrie edelman show i am so excited tonight as we have the vocalist yessie burton coming on from the hard rock metal and experimental band chrysalis so i hope i pronounced that band name right it's a it's an interesting name and i really want to ask them a lot about this band tonight so we're going to take you on a really cool journey tonight you're going to learn all about their background how this band came together um before i bring them on the air just want to introduce the show briefly started the show approximately five years ago i can't believe it's been that long i've done about 225 interviews and i've had some major um rock and metal bands on my show such as tremonti Trivium, Sick Puppies, uh, Lacey Sturm from Flyleaf, Red Sun Rising, Shaman's Harvest. So please check out the interviews. Most of my interviews are at least an hour long. We're not going to do a long one tonight, Um, but I really bring on an interesting journey where you're going to learn some stuff about these bands that you probably won't read about elsewhere. So if you're tuning in tonight, please create a Blog Talk Radio account by going to blogtalkradio.com. And if you want to call in, the number is 805-243-1320. So let's introduce the bands, and then I will bring Yesi on. So these guys originate from Barstow, California. They've been together for over a decade and they've really garnered a lot of attention in the indie metal and uh, rock scene. These guys have toured all over the U.S. They've been featured in numerous media outlets, such as ESPN X Games, as well as Revolver Magazine. And the guys have uh, definitely shared the stage with some major acts that they toured with, such as The Day to Remember, Agent Orange, As Blood Runs Black, El Nino, and Otep, to name a few. They also recently um, are finishing up a tour. They have finished a tour with FLAW. And uh, the band just released their third album. It's an amazing album. It's titled Reminder, and it was recorded with the Grammy nominated producer, Ehrlich Wild, sorry about that, who has uh, worked with some major acts, and we'll talk about that tonight. So definitely check these guys out, pick up a copy of Reminder, and uh, tonight we'll also feature their hit single, My Eternity, which is currently out now. So once again, I also want to give a special thanks to Ed Bunker from No Problem Marketing for um, taking the time to uh, set up this interview. I've done several other interviews with him, and it is a pleasure to continue working with him. All right. So without further ado, let's bring uh, Yessie on. Hey, how are you?
1: Good. How are you, Carrie?
0: Good, good. Thank you so much for joining me tonight and uh, coming on to promote the album.
1: Yeah, of course. I heard the whole um, the introductory. I, I thought that I was like live then, and I was like trying to like talk and uh, uh, and I'm get you, get you like ju- and get you like jumbled up. And I was like, man, she's really good.
0: <laughs> well, I am a. We're not going to talk about that on the air, but I am a psychologist. But no, unfortunately, I had you muted. I always like to do a nice uh, interview for, introduction for the band. So uh, I hope that I, did I, you guys I heard
1: that I heard that you were a, a clinical psychologist, and
0: um, <laughs> and
1: because of your background, I'm actually kind of disappointed that you did butcher the name, and it's Ulrich Wilde, okay? But maybe, it, maybe it's like a Jersey oh. thing, like Chrysalis. You know it's Chrysalis not chrysalis <laughs> chrysalis
0: so wait is that wait i, I apologize for um butchering the producer's <laughs> name he was a major producer but on um, the name of the band did i pronounce that correctly or no
1: you no no
0: how do you pronounce it
1: you're, you're just a mess today carrie
0: oh don't say that <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> but, uh, no, no, but nobody
1: nobody gets our name right that's the thing about having like uh we i've wanted to change the band's name for a long time be, just because of that but you know i realize that there's so many bad band names out there that it really doesn't matter right. at this point but it's, okay. it's so how do you pronounce chrysalis it?
0: chrysalis okay all right chrysalis. i wasn't that far off
1: chrysalis <laughs> you know like it's like a salad it's something you put you know zesty italian on
0: right Well, you know what, while we're on the topic of your band name, tell us a little bit about, um, I did my research, so I I did read something about someone's girlfriend had kind of been reading about some fairy tales or something, and and that name was somehow intertwined in it. So if you can kind of piggyback off of that and tell us, you know, how you did come up with the name for the band and uh, what is kind of the symbolism behind it.
1: Definitely. Um, That was Billy, our Uh drummer. His uh, his ex girlfriend or his girlfriend at the time. This was a long time ago. This this must have been like two thousand two thousand two
0: two thousand three. Okay. Um
1: So we've been a we've been a band for a really long time under this name. And uh, I I had re- I had recalled that it came out of a dictionary. Like we were thumbing through a dictionary to find a good band name, and you know I think obviously someone had stopped at C because they were tired of looking. But uh, the way Billy remembers it was um, was that his girlfriend at the time, Shannon, had like a fairy tale book or something like that, like this book of fairies. And uh, I think I even remember that book laying around the house over there for practice and stuff because uh, we'd practice over at Billy's house. And uh, And there was like a character in there named Chrysalis. And at first, I mean, none of us knew – uh, i don't think we knew how to pronounce it either uh but okay. we, we like the way it sound i mean like the chrysalis the way it just rolls off the tongue i mean we we just really like the way it sounded and so uh you know uh its definition is uh you know the transformation between a caterpillar to a butterfly and cool. um, you know, uh, you know th- that just that whole you know, the whole idea of like becoming, you know, metamorphosis mm-hmm. and and that sort of thing just definitely was appealing to us at the time.
0: And I think you know what I think it, I think it resonates pretty well with the band because I think you know you guys definitely really have a unique sound. And again, of course, reading about you guys, I think it's hard to you know put you guys into like some type of a cookie cutter you know, music genre, which we don't want to do. And I know you guys don't want to do that either, but getting back to the name of it, I think it also shows just kind of how you guys have evolved over time and how you were very eclectic and you do incorporate, you know, different elements of rock and experimental and indie. And I think that's really, like I said, I think it's really well-defined who you guys are as a band.
1: No, Carrie, thank you. You're making me blush over here.
0: Yeah, so, so let's do this, because I know for, for time purposes, I don't want to keep you on forever tonight. Let's, um, I always am interested in hearing a little bit about your background, so tell us a little bit about um, growing up in Barstow, California, if that's where you are originally from, and just, you know, what were you like as a kid, you know, really young? What were some of your interests in terms of, were you someone who liked sports if you, you know, were in California? Did you surf? You know, tell us some interesting things, and then we're going to get more into, of course, the band and how you guys came together.
1: Okay, definitely. So this is uh, this is more of like the psychology part of the interview that I was expecting. <laughs> well, no, no, expecting. no. And
0: I just wait, wait. Just I want to throw this out there. I usually do this in the intro, but I did not want to. I wanted to uh, use our time valuably. Um, no, I mean my show is purely entertainment. We are not doing any type of therapy or analysis. But yes, I do like to incorporate some interesting things from people's upbringing and background to really, you know, showcase who you are as a person. So go ahead.
1: Well, <laughs> we all uh we were all born in Barstow, all raised in Barstow, and uh, the um when I go back to Barstow, I just I'm even more amazed that we even found each other in this small, desolate uh nothing place of a town. I mean, it's uh I I recall it being much better. Uh, When we were growing up, there was much more recreation, much more activity, uh, less drugs. But over the years, it's become, uh, Barstow's just become a cesspool of of drugs, uh, theft. And uh, I mean, just the other night, I was like, I was. Uh, out at at the only bar we used to have like all kinds of places to go. Now there is one bar. There's one bar. bar So, so I'm over there and like, I'm about to leave and there's this guy breaking into the car next to me.
0: Oh gosh. (laughs) That's
1: crazy. And it's what's funny about that is he didn't realize that my doors were unlocked. So he could have just, you know, he just picked the wrong car. <laughs> but uh but but yeah, I mean this kind of stuff is just seems to always be happening like right underneath your nose. I mean, mm-hmm. uh w- what we have out here is a a, a military training center and okay. a and a military base and um and the railroad company. And, real- and th- okay. Those those three those three industries are like the only thing that's keeping the economy of the town alive and since operations have been like drawn back in all three uh you know because of the war obviously um right uh you know uh, troops are being stationed elsewhere that type of thing there's just there's been a lot less uh money to go around to the local businesses and stuff so i mean people have had asked people in my age group have had aspirations of starting businesses. They just come and they go here in Barstow. I mean, it is just a dead place. And if you're in LA or Vegas and and you're going either way on the I-15, you'll see us, you know, we're a very small town, but yeah, I mean, just, just the very idea that I got linked up with these, you know, five guys is, is uh, including our manager, John Miller. Uh, who's been absolutely uh pivotal in in every advancement that we've ever made in our in our music career. So just the fact that I found these people it just it amazes me still. It, it's like it's miraculous how we found each other. Well,
0: let's let's Wild. let's do this. Let's yeah, I want to and I want to bring that together to hear that story. But reflecting back, you said you know as a kid, you said you know recreation and things like that were definitely more viable at the time what did what did you do as a kid were there any things that you did that were interesting any sports you played or you know just tell us a little bit about your upbringing your family and then we'll start to get into the band
1: well uh music was always there because um my uncle was a pretty a pretty accomplished guitar player and he uh still because of of uh his own financial struggle he was still living with my grandmother
0: okay. and
1: uh, I was also living I was also living with my grandmother I, I was born to very young parents, uh so you know they they were still getting their shit together you know while uh while you know like in a lot of cases these days you know sure. grandparents do the heavy lifting and Definitely. uh so so my grandma, being the spectacular person that she is, you know she had Aww. me in the house she had uh her, her uh, my my aunt, my uncle. You know, basically we're like traditional Mexican family. We all just kind of stayed together. And, um, and my uncle would always play really loud, really loud music. And I was always, you know, intrigued by it. I'd go into his room and and he'd be jamming along to his favorite CDs, mostly like the Scorpions, Deep Mm -hmm. Purple, UFO, (laughs) all of these like really classic, uh, rock bands, the who, and, um, And he used to just play, he used to crank up his amp so loud. My grandma would, would hate him for it. And I I thought it was just the coolest thing. I mean, it's like, I, I, it was like he he was some kind of magician or something that he can do this with his hands, you know, and and make all, all this wonderful music. And it's like, dang, I'll never be able to do that, you know? And, um, and so, uh, going forward a few years later, um, I my mom had moved to Colorado after uh her uh, after a long-term failed relationship with my stepdad. So I moved out to Colorado with her for about 6 months and um and then came back for a visit uh to see my aunt and my grandmother and we go to the community pool one day. This is a day that I was supposed to day before that I was supposed to go back to okay, Colorado. Okay and
0: and you Really quick, Jesse, how old are you about at this time? Twelve. Okay, okay, wow, okay, okay, go on. Yeah,
1: yeah, so so I go to the, I go to the, uh I there's like something going on at the community pool at mm-hmm. a public park here in Barstow. It was like there was some band playing, so I went to go check them out and uh which is just that's that alone is crazy to me that would never happen i mean unless it was us or you know right. someone you know unless it was a show that we were setting up it's just like you never have like bands you know getting right. together and like playing these types of things so there so anyway there's a band playing at the pool that's where i met billy our drummer okay. and um he was uh he he was a total spaz as a kid he, him and his brother were just like all over the place uh Chris um Chris uh w- Chris played bass at the time and uh so so I was really excited. I was like, Oh shoot, I met I met these two musicians. Like this might this might turn into something, like holy shit. You know, like you just don't meet these people every day. And this might and you're, this might be right. Chance. And
0: you're and you're young at the time too. I thought you were gonna say you were like seventeen or eighteen. I mean you're like what, sixth grade? I mean you're really young. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay, so go on So you meet these guys and and this is when you jam with them, right? I mean, you have an opportunity were you were you already singing at this point, or was this just something like random and impulsive that you did
1: no i i I probably thought I could sing at the time, but it definitely wasn't put into into practice at all. I just had okay. the aspiration to do it so 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 this band is playing the so long guy I don't even remember what they were called, but they just started, they were playing all kinds of cover songs of like um system of a down in Pantera when they started playing walk from Pantera uh I decided to use that opportunity to you know show off some of my skills and uh, and it caught Billy's attention Billy was Billy was like oh dude you got like you got a good scream on you like you could you could sing for my band I was like yes cha-ching
0: right nice. you know, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted
1: to hear so so we set it up and and uh Billy already had a guitar player that he was playing with at the time and um, and so since then, it's just been this constant cycle of uh, me, Billy, and his brother, Chris, uh, just going through members and finding the right ones until, you know, we have uh, what we have today.
0: Right. So his brother, Chris, I'm assuming, is no longer in the band because I don't see that name.
1: No, he's not. Okay. He still writes okay. music. He, he's still like a studio contributor, but, uh, but okay. he's not cool. in the band,
0: no. Gotcha. How long did it take you guys before you solidified the members that you have now? And and please introduce them, um, and then we'll start talking a little bit more about the album and, and that stuff.
1: Well, um, flash forward a few years later, um in high school and um and I was uh, enrolled in guitar class, obviously. Um and that's where I met Jared. Jared was like doing all this, uh, crazy advanced, like bass popping type of shit that like no one else would have even dared to do, you know, not at that age anyway. Right. And, uh, and yeah, he, he always like sat at the center of the room. It was just like, you know, I was like, man, this guy, this guy is really good. And he was just really, he really stood out to me, you know? And, uh, so I started talking to him. He, um, he was already jamming with this other guy named Arsenio, a guitar player. Um, And um, so we started jamming with those two guys, Arsenio and Jared. And eventually Arsenio went off to form his own band and Jared stayed with us luckily because Jared's a spectacular bass player and a spectacular dude. Um, Definitely. And then um, I had already been playing guitar at this point because we just couldn't find a guitar player so i i i I write uh most of the music and uh or you know guitar parts and riffs and stuff and bring it into the to the other guys and uh, and we tinker around with it uh but because because of the limited amount of musicians here in barso i just decided okay like Uh, I'm going to have to do something about this because we just can't seem to find anyone, you know, legit enough or anyone who takes it as seriously as we do.
0: Right. So what would you end up doing?
1: I learned how to play the guitar.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Okay. No, I thought you were going to say you put ads out or something on the Internet or because you were saying Barstow is such a small town and it was hard to find people. So I thought maybe you were going to start getting into, you know, posting ads. Oh, no, we, we getting couldn't find anyone.
1: I just gotcha. I just learned how I just picked it up myself. And, wow. Yeah. And, and, and I never thought I would, you know, like I got into it just with the intentions of being a singer. But after a while, it, you know, it just it kind of became necessary.
0: Right. Uh, right. um
1: and then okay. uh, Gabe uh our other guitar player he uh he was a drummer for another local band uh from the town next to us uh it's called Newberry Springs and okay. uh, they're even more they're even a, a a weirder town than we are and uh and he, he had always been a friend of ours uh, even though he wasn't a guitar player when we picked him up we thought it would be more important to have someone who's uh, close to the band, who's a friend. So we brought him on and uh, his transition wasn't easy um, because it's really, I mean, no matter how complex the music is or how simple it may be, it's still difficult for another musician to pick up an instrument that they don't know how to play and then play your songs. You know. Wow. But right. but Gabe right. took on that challenge and and he and he's still in the band. That's great. And uh That's great. and he's he's done really well with it now. I I'd say he's a pretty accomplished guitar player.
0: Definitely. No, I mean you guys are all very talented musicians and and very proficient at um you know, your craft, definitely. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the album, just because I just want to just watch and, you know, making sure with time purposes. So this is your third album, right? Um, From what I was uh, reading about you guys. And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about how you guys met um, the producer that you worked with, who uh, worked with Deftones and Pantera. You know, what's the story behind how you had the opportunity to meet him and, and work with him?
1: Um, that was that was all John's doing. Uh, oh, okay. It was your manager. He, he, yeah, he 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 contacted, reached out to Ulrich's manager,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, and they got in touch. Uh, Ulrich, you know, he's a busy guy, and he only works with with you know bands who who he likes or wants to work with, and he just so happened to pop in our last C D that we did Focus on the Center and he actually listened to it and enjoyed it. So then there we were in the studio with Ulrich Wilde, uh, recording a record.
0: That's amazing. How long did it take you guys to record it with him?
1: It, we had planned on finishing it in uh somewhere around like a month. Uh but it wow. it, it stretched out. It stretched out to two months.
0: Okay. Okay. Still, I mean that's a full-length album, and uh, you know what—what's something that really stands out that you learned from him, by, from working with someone so renowned and and so experienced?
1: Um, really, just to keep things fun. I mean, at the at because he's very professional, of course. You know his uh, his his knowledge and his craft is, is, you know, obviously he's very well studied and very well educated in what he does. Um, but at the end of the day, it, you know, when it comes to tracking, when it comes to, you know, the everyday operations of mm-hmm. recording music, um, it is music, it is, you know, something that we do for fun. So, you know, it it I think it's very important to keep things fun in the studio and not, you know, be too stressed out over deadlines or... Um, not uh take the process so uh, seriously Seriously.
0: right right definitely well i mean you guys did an excellent job with the album i mean some of my personal favorites off of it and we're going to check out in a few minutes we're going to check out my eternity but um i mean some of my favorites that stood out were were angel halo sleep in the rain and actually one of my personal favorites that i would definitely um love to see as a single would be out of my hands i mean that's just it's a great track um and, and oh thank different, you well you know? that's the next single
1: so
0: oh cool i've been i have a i have a ear for that stuff <laughs> but yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a great track and it's you know i like it because again it, it's just your music so eclectic and everything it flows nicely together but some so many songs have different elements and stuff so i think that's a cool uh departure from my eternity which is which is phenomenal too um, so tell us about, I think this is interesting and I'm, I'm definitely a fan of horror. Um, my eternity, the video for that, you know, tell us a little bit about that video and how you were hooked up with, uh, Jonathan Martin, um, who has that very interesting video on uh YouTube called an evening with my uh, comatose mother, the short film. So yeah, tell us about the video and, um, then we'll talk about a couple of other things and then we'll, uh, check the song out. Uh,
1: I got exposed to Jonathan's work once again through our manager. Um, He had done a music video for this, uh, this uh, techno group called muscle Hawk. And uh, it it wasn't, it was more of a sci-fi type of thing, but the makeup and like the the effort that was put into the video, it was, uh, was just, Extravagant. I mean, this guy obviously loves what he does. Mm-hmm. And there was like a few Star Wars like references in there. Uh, and we're all like super big Star Wars fans over here. We're total okay. nerds. So, like, cool. uh, so, like, of course, we obviously had already, you know, shared that with, with Jonathan. And, uh, so that just made me definitely like want to work with the guy because we obviously have a lot in common. And, um, so I contacted him about the Muscle Hawk video, just asking him, like, you know, how, what the budget was and, and just information about it just out of curiosity. And uh, and a year later, uh, I contacted him again about doing a music video for us, and he got back to me uh, after listening to the music and said that he'd definitely be interested in doing it.
0: Wow. That was cool. And, uh, so, so we,
1: at, at that point, we started, you know, throwing ideas back and forth. Um, I wasn't really, like, too much of uh, – I wasn't really too big into, like, doing, like, a horror type of thing. Okay. But, I mean, like, Jonathan, he's so, like, animated when it comes to, like, you know, his expression of, of just, like, blood, and guts, and yeah, we could do this, right. and then, like, people ca- people's heads can explode, and there could be blood <laughs> everywhere, and so, right. you know, like, working with Jonathan, you can't keep him from doing that, that's just, that's home for him, you know.
0: Right. That's cool. Yeah, so now, I mean, the video came out amazing, it fits very well with the song, and, you know, since we're talking about horror a little bit, are any of you guys in the band fans of horror, and if, if what's movie if so what movies do you guys like
1: uh i'm definitely a fan of of horror movies and some of my favorite uh that and that definitely like uh played a huge role in the outcome of my eternity um i like the 90s era horror films like the really corny ones like scream i know what Mm -hmm. you did last summer uh those types of movies I mean there's like a little bit of like the nostalgic type of influence in my eternity to like you know evil dead shit like that nice and nice. just basically it, it was it was meant to be really cheesy like that's what we were going for Uh it came out a lot more dark than anticipated and uh, there, was, there was a few people who were kind of thrown off by it, uh, who commented on our Facebook page, like, accusing us of being, like, a Satanist band. And oh, gosh. I thought it was really interesting. <laughs> I, I just thought it was really interesting because they drew some of these parallels that I wasn't even, like, thinking about when we were making. Like, that these people seem to think that we, like, read the Satanic Bible and then, like, played it out on film. But we kind of, wow. like, accidentally did that. I mean, we were just, you know, taking it step by step, shot by shot. We had a little storyline that Jonathan and I had developed. Right. And and any any parallel to, like, you know, satanic ritual is just, like, a coincidence. But, like, there's, like, this whole idea that there's a human sacrifice taking place.
0: Oh, and, wow. Uh, that totally
1: interesting. wasn't. It, it, yeah, the it intention. was just a murder. What was right. that?
0: it totally wasn't the intention.
1: No, it was just like what we, what we had intended on was like, uh, maybe it was, maybe Jonathan is like super Satanist and like, uh, like (laughs) kind of like snuck it in there without us knowing. It wouldn't surprise me.
0: Gotcha. Well, again, it's, it's, it's a great video. And I think, you know, letting people know like you did that it's, that was not the intention. Hopefully people can appreciate the art behind it, and I think that's what really shines through with that in the song. Um, yeah, so let's do this for for time purposes. What else would you like to, you know, share with the audience? And I want you to plug um, your social media sites where people can find you. And then we'll close the show tonight with uh, my eternity.
1: Okay, I love your accent, by the way. I just wanted to say that's
0: it. so funny. I don't I don't have I don't think I have an accent, but okay, I'll go with it. <laughs>
1: I guess it takes someone from California to notice, but like, right. you know, like song, it's song like song for, for you U.S. song, you know, it's a song. Right,
0: right. Well, it's funny. I have a lot of family actually, I have a lot of family actually out in California, so I wonder if that are from New Jersey, but they've been out there for years, so I don't know if they still have that, uh, that accent too. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know people like that really. I, I thought that was just in the TV shows that people talk like that until I actually went to New Jersey. It was like, <laughs> oh, okay. This guy was talking to us like with this slack jaw type of thing and he was, you know, talking to us about baseball and the Mets and shit like that, you know, and um I was like, I oh, did this guy have a stroke at some point? Is like <laughs> is he okay?
0: Right, right. they right. Well, <laughs> anyway,
1: um, we are headed back out on the road uh in a in a, in about a week to uh to to promote our new album reminder of course and we're going to be playing with the band demon and me and so if you're anywhere if any of your listeners are on the west coast they could check us out uh we're playing at the slide bar uh the 12th of this month and that's in fullerton and then uh, we start our actual uh, CD release tour on the 16th, and that goes all the way through the 26th. Nice. So if and are you you're gonna... anywhere on the West Coast? Uh, I would advise your listeners to go to our Facebook, Chrysalis Band, and um, go to the Events tab, and. Uh, where we're playing near you.
0: All right, cool. And are you going to be touring with uh, Death and Me for the release of your CD?
1: Demon and Me, yes. I'm yes. sorry,
0: Demon and Me. Sorry about that. I lost yes. that. No. Yeah, okay. So they'll be the, those will be the people you're going to be touring with. Cool. Very cool. Well, let's do this. Why don't you just uh, give us a little bit of a, a, you know, just a sentence or two on the background of um, the meaning behind My Eternity, and then I will, uh, I'll let you get rolling. But I want to also just say, you know, thank you so much for coming on tonight, for promoting the album, and I wish you guys much continued success uh, with the album.
1: Thank you for having me, Carrie. Much appreciated. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So yeah, so tell us a little bit about My Eternity, and then I'll, I'll let you roll, and uh, we'll, we'll play the song to close the show.
1: My Eternity is a hard-hitting song about revenge, and here it is.
0: All right. Cool. All right. Well, check it out. So much, Thank you so much, Jesse. And again, just so you know, you're always welcome back on the show in the future to promote any uh, new EPs or albums you put out, but a much successful thank you reminder. So much, Carrie. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Okay. Have a great night. Have a
1: good day. Thanks. You too.
0: You too. All right, guys, here we go. Crystal and their hit single, my eternity, which is off of their album reminder, please pick up a copy of it. And also, as he said, check them out at their upcoming shows in California you can go to their Facebook page. So check out My Eternity, and we'll be back in a moment. All right, everyone, My My Eternity, this single from Chrysalis. Check out their album, Reminder. Great band these guys are. Really have some interesting and different type of music. So it's cool to hear some stuff that's uh, not just typical of everything out there on the radio. So check them out. And um, if you want, become a fan of The Carrie Edelman Show. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you back also um, become a fan the carry on the show on facebook that'll give you all the updates for upcoming interviews and more and uh, feel free to keep in touch with me by uh, sending me a friend request too on facebook thank you so much for tuning in tonight and i will be back uh this year with some more interviews i had taken a little break for a while but uh want to wish everyone a happy new year and uh chrysalis is definitely uh kicking off 2017 for my show and i look forward to more interviews in the future Thanks again for tuning in. If you missed uh, the show or you tuned in late, you can check out the podcast. It'll be available to download um, once I close the show. Thanks so much and have a great night.